You're listening to The Beauty Debut. I'm your host, Claudia Fabian. As someone who has spent over 25 years in the beauty industry as an esthetician, makeup artist, and in professional sales, I want to share what I've learned. Allow me to be your beauty avatar and give you a behind-the-scenes look at what it's really like to work in the world of beauty. And follow me as I navigate how to age gracefully. And remember, it's never too late to make your debut. This podcast is about all things beauty inside and out. Tune in every week to hear my conversations with the amazing professionals who are working in all aspects of the beauty industry. Get the scoop on the latest trends and learn firsthand insider tips and tricks to help you look and feel your very best. I'm so happy to have you here. The Beauty Debut starts now. Ambra, thank you so much for being my guest on the Beauty Debut podcast. And your beautiful company, Tara and Company, is amazing. So I'm so excited for you to share about your brand, but more importantly, just, you know, welcome. And I want to hear, you know, when we get started, um, how you got your start in beauty. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so actually excited to be at your show and uh, share some tips and uh, things about Tara and Co. Yeah. So I know we were just talking offline and we, we were like, counting back and you had been in the beauty industry for 20 years, which is a veteran. You have been in the industry a long time. How did you get your start? So, Way back when. <laughs> so yeah, 19, actually going on 20 years right now, started right out of high school working at the Macy's uh, selling Chanel makeup as a part-time job while attending a college. I really loved my job at that time. Chanel, actually Coco Chanel was one of my idols and I loved everything about the company, her story, makeup, perfumes. And uh, yeah, that's how I started and entered the beauty industry. And I know your journey has been long and you've done so many different things on, you know, the sales aspect of beauty. And I know you've worked as a sales executive um, for a lot of luxurious brands and more recently, you know, on the professional side of things as well, working with um, Nesco, right? You were an, a, an executive with them for a few years, correct? Yeah, for four years prior, prior Nesco, actually after leaving Chanel, I started working for a skincare startup company and um, my job was to manage a single account they had, which was a Barney's New York on Rodeo Drive. And then we expanded to Saks Fifth Avenue, other Barney's locations, uh, Sephora, and I got promoted as a regional sales manager for uh, West Coast, US and Canada. Wow. Yeah. So that job was a very challenging because no one, like when I worked for Chanel, it was a known brand. It was a global brand and everybody know about Chanel. And when I started working for the skincare company, it was a new brand on the market that no one haven't heard of. But four years later, we actually expanded to uh, 330 doors globally. And uh, I managed all the doors in US and Canada. That is amazing. And it was an, it's an amazing brand, um, Nesco. And I know you kind of 
got your your side, you know, got to see the professional side of beauty because I know you worked on the retail side for for many, many years. And, you know, there's a little bit of difference, but um, you've excelled in, in both areas. And I, before we dive into your brand, I thought it'd be really good for someone who's had so much experience and success in sales. You know, sales is, you know, a passion of mine as well. I always love to know from people who have really done well, what their tips are. So what are your three tips? And I think you said you had five, so we're going to get two bonus ones, but <laughs> you're an overachiever even, even in that. So what are your top five tips? All right. So I do have a five tip. So first tip, I would say build a relationship while setting clear boundaries. And I want to emphasize this clear boundaries because a lot of people, when they go into sales and they start building relationships with high, uh, upper higher management or directors, we're often... We kind of build relationships on a personal level where we get to know them, we take them out for a lunch, and then when it comes to a business side, we feeling or they feel so relaxed that we don't close our sales or our deals, and which is fine to get to know someone on a personal level. That's just our you know human nature, and I really support that building of relationship. But at the same time, I think it's really important to set clear boundaries with um, with just getting to know each other and also um, like getting to business, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, keeping it um, more on the professional side when you are going to be working with that person in a business type of relationship, right? Not getting too close where that kind of gets blurred. Exactly. And or we get just too relaxed because of right now with social media, for example, we know all about their families, we're friends, kids. And then uh, when when we go to their, let's say, spa, for example, when you go to a spa, you know, because if we support them all the time, they feel like, okay, she's here all the time. I'm going to lean on her leading these sales. And then when you leave a spa, the sales are not as much or they don't support you because they always feel like you are there. So it's very important straight up front to put up those boundaries so we know that we do have sales goals to meet. So I think that that would be something that anyone who's trying to go into sales, something to think about. I love it. I love that one. Mm -hmm. Number two. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Second tip, I would say always ask for advice and opinion from your buyers, particularly in the spa industry. Let's say if you come to a new uh, property or a new spa, it's really important to, to ask the questions like what it takes for my brand to be successful. Because sometimes in one spa, what works, the other spa might not work. So giving, giving them options, like give, hearing their options or opinions, or they're like, well, for you, to be really successful in this spot, it's going to take support, let's say. Um, it's going to take a lot of gratis or um, please support me for my special events. So really listening and getting advice and uh, then they will appreciate you listening to them and, and taking their advice because especially spa directors, they've been there for many years or they know just their team and their um, 
just the, the dynamic of the spa, they will give you all the insights. That's really good advice. And it's important to listen, but then also take the advice, right? Not Correct. Yes. recreate the wheel in your own way. Yes. Very good. The third step, I would say it's um, really partner up with other brands. And uh, it's all about partnership. You can partner up with other brands. Let's say if your products, they don't compete with each other, like a makeup or skincare, where you can partner with those brands and just, they're going to help you watch over your accounts when you're not there in a person. Or you can partner with them with online, doing giveaways and just sharing information in general. I think it's a win-win situation. Always build your network and partnership with other brands. I agree. I agree. I love it. Those, those are great tips so far. So what are the two bonus tips that you're providing? I would say one, never say uh, no. Always say yes. <laughs> uh, one of the things like if you go in a business or if you go in a, into a new property, it's really important to say yes and learn as you go. Sometimes we get, especially if it's a new territory, let's say you're covering as a sales director, you're covering new territory and it's, you know, you're going to meet a lot of new people. It's really important to say yes to, to let's say if they're asking you for events or they asking you for um, samples. It's really like once you say yes, you actually keeping yourself accountable to, to make sure that you're delivering everything that you say yes. And that's the way you're going to grow and keep going forward. Okay. And the fifth one, I would say, uh, again, connect on a personal level. A lot of people don't utilize social media. Once I can make a part a, like relationship with a new account, connect on a personal level and, uh, you really important to connect on LinkedIn. If you never met with that person, let's say you're having only relationships on uh, via emails, it's really important to put face to that relationship and just get to know them and, um, and reach out to them and make sure you, like if they post something about their business or the brands they're supporting to like and support and to comment, it really takes nothing but it's really important that we support other people and especially women in our industry. I 100% agree with, with that statement. And you know, one thing that's been really important to me with this podcast is featuring women-owned brands. And you know, when I connected with you, I think we connected on LinkedIn first, which is a great platform to connect with other people in, in your industry. I you know, was really interested in your brand because I knew a little bit about your background. I know that you worked you know, with Nesco um, for many years. And I was really excited to see that you had started your own company. And I definitely wanted to have you on my show because you bring kind of a unique aspect that you've worked on the sales side and then you just kind of went for it and launched your own brand. So tell me about that transition from working for a company and then deciding one day I'm going to do my own brand. Like, what was that like? What was that process like? Well, it's not just starting my own brand. It's actually starting totally going into a different industry. But one thing that really inspired me while working for Nesco and working with founders of Nesco, Leila Cass and Sean, I've really seen how they took their brand from growing a brand literally out of their garage to being in globally, now they're selling it globally and 
the hard work and at the hard work and ethics really it's it's important to 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 start anything in life mm-hmm. but um they really inspired me and they show me the ways how it could be done mm-hmm. and that's when i realized um that i was ready to start my own and what was your inspiration for tara and company or tara and co so tara and co when i was pregnant with my daughter I learned that actually 232 chemicals make their way from mother's environment into a baby. So I wanted to create something that is safe for pregnant women and children. And uh, I, I looked into all the, like all the products that we use on every single, like every single day. For example, we use deodorant, toothbrush, mouthwash, body wash. And they're saturated with so many chemicals and we keep still using them every single day. And then especially for a toothpaste, toothpaste can be absorbed by your gums and the chemicals go straight into your bloodstream. So it was really important for me to make something that is safe and uh, that everyone can use. So I basically turned my kitchen into a toothpaste lab and I started (laughs) making different samples. I would add baking soda, coconut oil, tea tree oil, and it was sort of like something that you could eat, you know, and it wasn't loaded with chemical, but however, the shelf life of that toothpaste wasn't as good. And I reached out to one of the labs here in the Malibu and they helped me develop the formula that was still clean and natural but it has a really great shelf life um, not not comparing to other brands like there's a lot of people don't realize toothpaste that we get from Target or Walmart actually can sit on a shelf for 10 years without ever changing consistency color or smell oh that's so, and here I am, I came from, from a you know, beauty industry and I was so passionate about clean beauty and the natural beauty. And here we are, we're not using parabens, we're not using alcohol, we're not using you know, a color. But when it comes to our toothpaste, we're using all those ingredients and some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what I like about your, um, your products, just visually, is they look like spa luxury products because i'm sure you know there are probably and i know there are other natural toothpaste you can get at sprouts or whole foods and there's many brands but you know they all look like toothpaste <laughs> you know they all look just like drugstore type products but these products are luxurious and they're so unique so i you know for people that don't know the toothpaste um the brilliant black toothpaste it's a little surprising when you first use it because it's black. Yeah. So tell me about your toothpaste. Yeah. So I like to say Terenco is Ecolux oral care. Mm-hmm. So what does Ecolux mean? It means that we combine the best organic ingredients with the high quality ingredients and sustainable packaging. Um, so I'll talk about a little bit about toothpaste. So the actual, the hero of our company or hero product It's a brilliant black toothpaste that we use activated charcoal and a coconut oil. And when you brush your teeth with activated charcoal, it really turns your entire mouth black, but then it rinses out and leaves your mouth looking really fresh, clean, and it whitens naturally without the chemical. Um, Charcoal has been used for 
centuries to prevent like from food poisoning. I'm not sure, Claudia, if you ever tried like eating activated charcoal. There's activated charcoal pills. Mm -hmm. They're really great for detox. Um, a lot of uh, uh, emergency rooms, they use activated charcoal for uh, overdose patients or food poisoning. And charcoal, what it does, absorbs the um, uh, absorbs the bacteria or um, bug that we have in the stomach. So same thing does with the mouth. It absorbs the bad bacteria in your mouth and also white and strips the yellow of your teeth without stripping healthy components like calcium, magnesium, and zinc. So it's really a natural alternative to a teeth whitening. And it tastes so fresh. I, I know you, it's, a, it's a minty taste, which is a nice touch. So it's, it's, even though it can look a little different when you, you know, first use it, it has just a really refreshing, clean taste. Yes, yeah, it, it's really, we use um, tea tree oil, peppermint oil, so all the fragrance that it's, it, it's a natural um, fragrance. Okay, and this, and this is obviously good for children and adults alike, correct? Yes, so a lot of like a toothpaste on the market, if you look, if you really look at the label, it would say if you eat more or if you accidentally swallow, call the poisoning center. Yeah. <laughs> and when we, we really looked at that and I said, well, I don't want to make something that you're going to have to go to emergency room. We wanted to make something that is safe even if you eat a small amount to it, it's still just gonna flush you out and kind of it's gonna help with the detox. So all the ingredients that we use are food grade in our, however, I don't recommend eating them, but they are safe. They are safe in case you do happen to swallow a little bit of it. One thing that I was blown away by was the dental floss. This is literally the best floss I have ever used in my entire life. It is. I don't know. It's it's amazing, and I and I love that it also comes in a recyclable package. So there's, you're not using all this plastic. So can you kind of go into a little bit more detail about the Brilliant Black Dental Floss? I think everybody should try this for sure. Thank you so much. Yeah, we are, our dental floss is it's black again. It's made with activated charcoal and bamboo fibers. So actually helps to whiten in between your teeth. Uh, it's really beautiful packaging. It comes in a carton. So we don't use any plastic. It's biodegradable. And even during a COVID, we won two awards with this floss. We won a Best Dental Floss of 2020 by um, Men's Health. And also we won a Green Beauty Award 2020 from Elle magazine. Wow, that's huge. That's yeah. amazing. And, and this is what created a lot of uh, buzz lately that, and we had a lot of people coming to our websites and our sales during COVID, we still seen in, increase in our online sales. And actually, like I said, I was talking to you earlier, our sales went up to 308% comparing to last year. So this floss has been doing really well and people are looking for alternative ways to plastic. Really, they're trying just to use as much as plastic as we can in everyday products. Yeah, and you were educating me about normal floss that we may be using. It's, it's not biodegradable. I didn't know that. Yeah, a lot. They, they're made out of plastic. So most of the floss that we use, it's unfortunately not biodegradable. And it, it ends up in the ocean 
ocean and the landfills. So it's really important for us to use something that, that is biodegradable and uh, just preserve environment. And when we did the market research on our products, we actually see that a lot of like millennials have a huge spending power and they really spending on these conscious companies and the companies that do care about environment. So your floss then is made of bamboo, correct? So yes, we, we have bamboo fibers and the way we positioned like thread of the fibers make it so strong, as strong as a plastic floss. It's better than the plastic floss. This is like, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of running low, so I'm gonna have to place an order again because this was like literally the best floss. And I don't know, it's just really strong. It has a nice grit to it. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. I know it sounds, you know, probably crazy for me to be going on and on about floss, but this is kind of life-changing floss. Yeah, a lot of people would say um, when they leave a review on our website or on our partners, they would say, I never thought I would be so excited about dental floss that I'm actually going to leave a review. It's usually, you know, we're excited about new dress or shoes or new moisturizer or serum, but we never really think about, you know, something like a dental floss. <laughs> yes, but this is this is definitely worth leaving a review for. It's amazing. And then the other thing that you sent me was a beautiful charcoal bristled um, bamboo toothbrush, which is beautiful. Yes, we have a bamboo toothbrush. So over 850 million of plastic toothbrushes end up in landfills in U.S. alone each year. Mm. So from that perspective, we wanted to make sure that our bamboo toothbrush is biodegradable. So it comes with biodegradable handle. Uh, dentists in U.S. recommend changing our toothbrush every three months. And especially because of COVID, we should change it up to two, every two months. We should change our toothbrush. And since it is biodegradable, I would say, you know, after three months, you're ready to change it. Okay. And uh, just to remove the, you know, to minimize the waste in the ocean and the landfills, we decided to uh, develop that toothbrush. Yeah, it's amazing. And so these were the three products that I have tried from your brand. And is there going to be more down the road or what's the future for Terra & Co.? Yes, we are actually working on a few special things that are going to launch in 2021. They're all going to be zero waste. So not just the packaging, but the product's going to be biodegradable. The packaging is going to be either recyclable, 100% recyclable or biodegradable. And uh, a lot of new products are coming in 2021. So we're really excited about that. One thing I wanted to mention that I didn't say earlier, when people ask me how did I create a toothpaste and I worked in a lab, you know, they're like, oh, that's a mom's science. You know, that's just moms making toothpaste. We actually, we were able to do a lot of clinical studies on, on our products, especially for a toothpaste. We wanted to make sure there is, uh, safe, not just if you use like clean ingredients, but also safe for enamel. So we we hire a couple uh, third party labs, and uh, our toothpaste is as safe for enamel, just like a sensodyne. So the ratings were the same on a scale uh, of abrasiveness. It was the same as a sensodyne. 
and people really come like, oh, I'm not sure about charcoal. It could be abrasive. And we have a clinical studies on all our products. And uh, we're really passionate about not just making it clean and green, because sometimes even natural ingredients can have things that are not necessarily good for everyone. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to make sure that is uh, clinically tested. Absolutely. And, you know, starting your own company, I mean, you're, I, I would categorize you as still fairly young um, and, you know, branching out and taking this, this leap of faith. Was that scary at all? Or did you kind of have all this confidence to go out and do it? Or can you like share what that, what that was really like for you? It was actually really scary because I have never done anything like this before. Um, Just based on my experience from working in the beauty, I always worked for someone else. And it came with a lot of uncertainty when you're starting your brand and budgeting for products and uh, marketing. It was a lot of investment, a lot of sleepless nights, mm-hmm. but so worth it. I want to say if anyone out there that is listening and still thinking about ideas, how to create their own product, I think you should just go for it because along the way, you're just going to find the people, they're going to come and help you people from your work or industry, they're going to support you. The right resource is going to open. You just have to work really hard and take a, and, and go into unknown because in, in, once you go into unknown, that's where you can create whatever you want to create. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I think that that's one of the things I get a lot of questions asked, like people from especially beauty industry, like, Oh, I had this idea for so long about the, how to improve this or how to do this or to launch this product, but I don't know where to start. And I just say, well, start with from small, start from, you know, drawing a pictures of your logo or name of your company, or just start something every day. And eventually it's going to lead you to creating the full line and a company and going on the market. And Tara, the name Tara, I'm going to take a wild guess. Is that your daughter's name? No. No? Okay. Okay. Tara actually in Latin means earth mother earth okay so everything is earth inspired we are creating products that are good for you and good for mother earth okay i see i would have i would i guessed wrong i would have i would have lost that bet damn it yeah. my, my daughter name is farah so it's almost there oh my gosh that's one I of my favorite names Farrah. i love that name yeah farah and tara they're both my children um they pretty much got born at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know you were saying that you kind of started thinking about this brand, you know, while you were pregnant, kind of researching all these chemicals and thinking, oh my gosh, I want to be the healthiest I can be. So I just kind of took a stab in the dark and it flopped, but that's okay. (laughs) So um, tell me, I know that you, um, you know, started this company and you work closely with your sister. She's kind of like your partner in all of this. And I just love that, um, that, you know, you have your sister there with you. So what is that dynamic like? And do you guys argue? (laughs) (laughs) As a typical sisters, we do get in certain arguments. However, we are so, uh, we have such a different personalities that really help our business advance. I'm a more um, analytical, um, sales driven, I'm more numbers driven. I'm a business driven person. And my sister is totally opposite. She's really, uh, artistic 
like it, she's a makeup artist. Um, she actually worked in New York for many years for with the agency and she's all about art. So she was able to create um, our packaging. She's a, our packaging designer. She's the one who is behind the minimalistic uh, design in oral care. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, all of our marketing. So she brings that more creative side of the business. And creative and the business, that's where we meet and we, we really work well together. And she's your older sister, right? Yes, I always like to say that. Yes, she's my <laughs> older sister. I think it's lovely that you guys have partnered together and are, you know, making this brand, um, you know, grow and become more well known. And I know you've already, you know, hit a pretty big splash winning these awards, you know, with L and men's health. I mean, that's amazing. And where can people find your product? Um, I know you're in a lot of luxury resorts because that's kind of your your mainstay, right? You kind of, you know, have your connections in that industry, but it's, it's gone beyond that. I mean, you're online as well as in boutiques, correct? That's correct. We are, we recently launched with Neiman Marcus. We're also with Saks Fifth Avenue. The best way to purchase our product is going on our website is terrainco.com where we uh, partner with a downtown woman's shelter. As my sister and I were really like passionate about supporting other women and we decided to donate um, oral care products to a woman's shelter in LA. So every time you purchase the product from our website, we make sure we donate either toothpaste or toothbrush um, to our local shelter here. Mm, that's lovely. I love hearing that. That's just a great way to, um, you know, put it back out there and to keep that um, flow of abundance happening. And it's so important to give back. And I love that you're doing that. I think that's so amazing. Thank you. Yes, we're really passionate. When we reached out to this uh, woman's shelter, one of their number one thing on a wish list was toothpaste. Mm -hmm. And we just thought of, oh my God, we live in Los Angeles, one of the wealthiest towns in the United States and here there are people that actually don't have access to to basic needs, basic mm -hmm. human needs, which is a toothpaste and a toothbrush. Yeah. And from a day one, when we launched Terra & Co, we knew this is gonna be our uh, charity and this is gonna be our way of helping other women uh, and, and providing these for them. So whenever they're seeking shelter from homelessness or from abusive relationships or whatever it is, they could come and have um, the basic um, human needs um, that we can help them uh, either as a toothpaste or toiletries. And we, we probably like a month ago, we actually donated um, uh, Gatorade because they were in such a need of Gatorade because of heat and these women, like they're walking to the shelter. So we were able to donate 100 bottles of Gatorade and 100 bottles uh, and 100 tubes of toothpaste and toothbrushes. That's beautiful. I love that. I love women helping women and I love supporting female owned brands. And, you know, your brand is one that I definitely can get behind because it's actually an amazing product. And I'm so happy to bring this forward on my podcast and whoever's listening, go check out this brand. It's really a luxurious, clean oral health brand, which is kind of a unique little niche, I think for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast and sharing your amazing brand. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks so much for tuning in today. If you liked this episode, I would be grateful if you would rate and review and be sure to subscribe so you can get notified when the next episode goes live. To learn more about makeup, skincare, self-care, and my personal go-to products, visit thebeautydebut.com. Do you want to continue today's conversation? You can find me on Instagram at thebeautydebut and on LinkedIn at Claudia Fabian.